0: Hi, you're listening to WRBH Radio, 88.3 FM. This is your host of New Orleans by Mouth, Chef Amy Sins. And here in the studio with me today, I have the gals from Windowsill Pies, Miss Nicole Iden and Marielle Dupre. Nice to meet you, ladies. Thanks for having me. Hi, us. absolutely. So, okay, Miss Dupre, I have to ask you, Miss <laughs> Dupre, where are you from? Uh, I'm from here. I'm from New Orleans. Yeah. I, um, because when she's, for my listeners out there, when she sat down, I said, is it Dupre, Dupree? Uh, how, how are we pronouncing it? Because everyone in uh, South Louisiana has a different way to pronounce it. But when I saw, Marielle, I was like, oh, she's definitely from South
1: Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sure am. I'm, I've lived here
2: uh, pretty much my entire life. And what about you, Nicole? Where are you from? Originally from Columbus, Ohio, and I moved here in 99. What brought you to New Orleans? I went to film school at UNO for graduate school. Awesome. So been here ever since. So uh, film to pies. <laughs> well, I've always <laughs> seen making food as my second art form. I'm a writer first. Um And it's just something that's always been part of my life, the way I was raised. I always had parties where I made a lot of food. And so when, at a certain point, I decided I wanted to um, create a business, food was the thing I wanted to sell. And then I gave Marielle. She was a longtime friend, and she had gone to pastry school after Katrina, and she was already um, working in the field. um, As I think at the time you were um, at Bayona. Uh, yeah, what Bayona I, and then, um, yeah, Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. At that time, okay, I couldn't remember exactly the the year. And then uh, I said, hey, I want to sell pie. And she, I thought she'd take a minute to think about it, at least. Or, <laughs> she's a pretty deliberate person. She's not one who just is impulsive, but she said yes. And we started that. Right on the that, phone. <laughs> yeah, and we started that weekend, um, that was eight years ago
0: yeah 2011 mm-hmm. and so why windowsill pies and not windowsill cake or windowsill cookies oh good question uh i think just
1: the sort of uh, you know as judy walker said in her article i, I just love her phrase the Im- the, uh, the uh perfect imperfection of pie you know it just uh it's such a forgiving art form. it's demanding and, and forgiving at the same time if that makes any sense um and it's also uh it's just so rooted in tradition. There's something so old-fashioned and lovely about a pie.
0: And, you know, when I think pie, I think holidays. You know, I think Thanksgiving. For sure. I think Christmas. I think Momo's house on a Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And there is this exactly. kind of like nostalgic feeling. Exactly. Because I feel like pie is more special than cake. And sometimes because you can go to the grocery all the time and get a cake, but like a special pie, mm-hmm. it,
2: you know, it's kind of a big deal. You really can't go to the grocery store anymore and get a nice pie. I mean, the crust is not made with the kind of ingredients we make, and people really don't know how to make a crust very much anymore. Or and they unfortunately, the they're, they're often very
1: afraid. You know, they're like they're, they fearful. have that like that fear as a barrier.
2: And it does um, take some pre-planning. So we really wanted to fill that niche of being able to get the pie of your imagination without thinking too far ahead. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. And so so I think the name Windowsill Pies just sort of speaks to that whole nostalgia, you know, of the pie Mm -hmm. cooling on the windowsill and it just sort of encapsulates our whole like business idea right there in
0: the name. I love that. And I love that, you know, pies with imagination because, you know, I think everyone has... That you have people who want old-fashioned. Okay, I want my sweet potato pie. I want my apple pie mm-hmm. or my pecan pie. And then as diners, we're all getting a little bit more creative, a little bit more bold and open to new ideas. So are there rules about pie? Like, you know, I know we're not even going to tackle the rules of gumbo and jambalaya <laughs> and the <laughs> po' boy. But do we feel as passionately about pie rules?
2: well everybody feels differently about what they make their crust out of I and mean, we That's true. feel pretty strongly about our combination of european style butter with the butter fat levels mixed with shortening for the flakiness and we use a organic sustainable palm shortening and we we don't want to use anything else besides our perfect combination of those two so we do feel yeah, well Pretty there's committed. people who swear by, <laughs> you know, an butter. all butter
1: crust or or, all lard. or lard or
2: you know some combination thereof. Right. We feel like it's the best of both worlds. And so that's I mean, is something we feel. Yeah. We and as far as, as the, Yeah.
1: As far as the fillings, I mean, yeah, I mean, people definitely have uh, you know, this nostalgia and like their childhood memories of like their pumpkin pie, their, you know, grandmother used to make or pecan pie, especially down here in the South, pecan pie, you know. Um And we have played with that a little bit. And especially for me, who is never a fan of pumpkin pie. You know, we didn't have that on our menu for the first few years. (laughs) And she pushed me and our customers pushed us. And I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to put a pumpkin pie on, I really want to come up with something a little different. Something that's going to like grab me a little more. Let me think about some flavors that go with pumpkin that I really like, like orange and ginger are things that I love. So that sort of informed our ultimate Pumpkin pie recipe, and people have responded really well. They haven't been like, "Ooh, this is a little crazy," you know. They've really, they've really been happy with it. So
0: I feel like people are more open to being inventive or creative or trying new things when it's something that they don't make every day, hmm. versus huh. something that they make every day. We kind of have like an idea of what it's supposed to taste like, yeah. And then we go, "No, no, that doesn't." And that's like right to us in our taste head, like that, right? But. Again, it's special to get a pie, so let's have a special one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will tell you that my father-in-law has crazy ideas of pies he likes. And um, I I make fun of him, but I love him dearly. And uh, for Christmas, my mom used to make the pecan pie, and so I would bring the pecan pie. My father-in-law likes the flavor of the pecans. He doesn't like the texture the gooey filling. Having the nuts. And oh, I oh, appreciate then, okay. that whole, like, textural thing. Like, I don't like apples in my fruit salad with just oranges and bananas because textually it could be a little odd. But come on, pecan pie is pecan pie. <laughs> so he wants it, like, cooked with the flavor, the pecans strained out, and y'all, have like a K Row syrup pie is kind of. Wow. And so we tease him and we make him a little mini, we call it a sugar pie. Gotcha. And so it, <laughs> Just has that like, it has that kind of, maybe the pecans have cooked or boiled a little yeah. bit in the sugar. The is, flavor has infused. But I'm like, this is the the yuckiest thing I'm ever. I'm shaking my head. Yes, right? <laughs> Everyone listening. I love him dearly for it. But he introduced me to a pie of his childhood that his mom used to make. And it was just a plain old everyday vanilla whipped cream pie. And he's and he's like, nobody makes vanilla whipped cream pie. You get banana cream, you get chocolate Hmm. cream. It's like a vanilla custard. Wow. Okay. Custard pie. Wow. And so that is uh, not common for his birthday every year. I will get somebody next year. Y'all are making it. (laughs) (laughs) But I get somebody to make him a vanilla custard pie. And you realize that sometimes people just have a special request Mm -hmm. that they need filled. Are Mm -hmm. there any that y'all have gotten that you're like, we're going to do this for you, or we have this really cool idea, and I think it might be a good fit?
1: I would say more of the latter more often. Um, we have, you know, things that we've gotten requests for. We're, you know, if someone wants, like, key lime. Well, we don't currently make key lime, but we do have this really cool thing we do, which is a uh, margarita chiffon tart that uses fresh lime juice Yum. and a little bit of tequila. You know, so if they're okay with that, they're like, oh, okay, like, that sounds really cool. I never thought of that. But, yeah, we'll take one of those, you know. So. We've
2: yeah. had a couple of people request. And we made, we were commissioned to make the banana, the, the double cream. Mm-hmm. banana For a restaurant situation, pie. yeah. And so it was. The challenge for us to take someone else's idea and make it our own because that wasn't our normal creative workflow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it came out with a great result so I and mean, we've done that with the cherry pie too the yeah, cherry yeah that's true
1: we d- we made sort of a a, the a variation on our on the ch- existing cherry pie that we had that just used like a little orange zest we sort of kicked it up with uh, brandy and the star anise and cinnamon and made like a different version of that yeah and the croque madame uh, um french working truck. with uh, french truck coffee they were like why don't you guys develop a breakfast something uh hand pie maybe something like a croque Based off a of croque madame, we're like, okay, that took a few months to develop, but it was so satisfying once we finally did. And like, yeah, that was new for us.
0: So do you lean more sweet pies, or I, I love this idea of a savory pie too.
2: We see ourselves as pretty much half and half at the current moment. Our menu reflects more sweet because that's where the outlet we have Distri-
1: distribution currently. Yeah.
2: But um, when we create our shop that we're heavily planning for, we see pot pies and canned pies being a big part of that menu, so we've developed a lot of those and sold them over the years. But
0: well, it seems like you know y'all have been kind of on like riding this awesome wave. People <laughs> are are finding out about when to sell pies. They're knowing what y'all are doing. Um, the photos on your website are gorgeous. So. Y'all have had, like, a lot of attention lately, right? Food and wine. What, what else is on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. A <laughs> a I
1: mean, it it's was a big year for us. You know, like, I grew up, um, you know, reading food magazines from a young age and just, like, never that I would have dreamed that I would be in one myself, mm. you know, but I did want to be a chef since, you know, since I can remember really. And literally when I opened that food and wine magazine in, in October, November, when we got it and I like turned to the page and I saw my name and that font, like that iconic font, you mm-hmm. know, I, I literally just, just immediately started bawling. Like I just couldn't believe it. Like it was, I knew that it was coming, you know, since July, but like when I saw it there in person, I was just, just like speechless. So it was yeah, really
2: hard to predict how it would feel to actually see it, since it was quite a few months in development. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I just couldn't let myself really take it in before that. I kept thinking something's going to go
1: wrong, they're going to decide not to print it, you know, like <laughs> imposter syndrome. That, I don't but. know. I was just like, oh, they're going to, I
2: just decide it's
1: not important enough or good enough, you know. And so
2: it was amazing, just, you know, my daughter's teacher commented she had seen it, and another new parent at school, and then when we were really busy baking for the holidays, the phone was Starts to sort of start ringing off the hook, and then you just get a little overwhelmed. You think it's everyone... It's usually last-minute orders. Right. You get a little overwhelmed when it's really late at night and the phone rings again. And I picked it up. I remember I was right by the oven, and I couldn't quite hear this older woman on the phone. And she was like, i (laughs) am in." I think it was Virginia, and she, she had said she was having trouble figuring something out in the recipe, and she had just sent her older sister out to the grocery store, and there was a question about what kind of pumpkin, the, the size of the can and all this stuff. And I just sort of stopped in my tracks thinking, oh, my gosh, someone's actually cooking from the magazine. Across the country, across in, in the someone country. someone's house, in their little kitchen. I never would have thought to call the person in the magazine <laughs> myself, but um, I really thought that was amazing. And it, it made me feel that we do come across as, you know, these two people who are actually just doing the work and having fun. Because that's what we are, and that's what we really hope brings people to Windowsill so Pie's
1: yeah the genuine a, approachability yeah. and like realness of all of this
2: it's kind of cool that you know <laughs> that
0: somebody can connect with you so personally and feel like they've connected with you so personally that they do feel comfortable to reach know, out making that phone call but yeah. also right. that they see y'all as the expert that's true that's true, that's true. to refer to because right, <laughs> the, you are the pie expert that's crazy. To have access to an expert, and I'm not encouraging our listeners to call them, <laughs> don't call them unless you're buying a pie. No, it's fine. <laughs> Maybe send like a Facebook calls. message. <laughs> because, you know, sometimes people do, I'll get people who land after they took a cooking class with me, and they're frantically Facebooking, oh my God, what do I do with this? And you realize... You know, sometimes you're their lifeline at yeah. their dinner party. Yeah, you've I created
2: home, right? They're a lifeline for their <laughs> They're one phone a friend. Yeah, exactly. It was exactly. like that. It was. Yeah, I've never been in that position before. Yeah, it was and wonderful. It was <laughs> a really heartening moment because, you know, two days before we're done with the Thanksgiving Bake-A-Thon is often the hardest day. And it was just this sort of surge that we're doing the right thing. We're in the right place. Everything is... We're connecting so, with people. Connecting with people. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a really wonderful moment. Well, how do you,
0: you know, prepare for that search? Because, you know, y'all, y'all want to open the shop, but, you know, starting off in a home kitchen, moving to uh, some commercial space, and then all of a sudden you have been riding this excitement of business growth for the last year. Like, how do you manage that and also plan for the next step? Yeah, it's a lot. Um, I mean, thankfully, we have
1: uh, some a commercial agent we've been working with, and he's been bringing us properties, um, and it's just, you know, it's a balance of, like, we really want to, you know, we've been, oh, we've been doing this for eight years, we've been looking for a space really actively for over a year, you know, it's so it's like, you want to just find that right space, and you begin to feel impatient. However, we know just logically, and from watching our, like, our friends Taco Loco in the kitchen, uh, who share this commercial space currently with us, like, they've been looking for their space for years as well. And they just are like, don't jump on the wrong spot just because you want to find a spot, you know? And so it's that balance of of knowing that. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it is challenging.
2: I think also just the momentum surge is when you do the public things or winning this or making a beautiful website, things that really you feel like you're shining and you're... Having a little recognition, maybe. And, and having fun in that, but... Balancing that with all the back end and all the business planning and QuickBooks. For sure. And <laughs> yeah, the daily and accounting. Just, and the, Those challenges. Being a grown up, not just a, getting the baked pies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's honestly a good chunk of the business. And I think it's a big part of the success. And Marielle is in charge of a lot of those aspects. And I really, really rely on her. And she excels in that area.
0: Well, so what's your vision for the next step, for a shop, a, a bakery? What's what's the vision?
2: We envision Windows <laughs> South Pies as a European-style coffee shop. And what that means to us is it's a very casual place that's multi-generational where you can get coffee, a glass of wine, or a local beer on tap. Kids can be there after, for an after-school snack. You can go after dinner or even teenagers on a date. It's a wide range of Uh, different kinds of people doing different kinds of activities. Absolutely. With a little breakfast thrown in. Perfect.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sums it up. And then (laughs) pie after dinner with a glass of (laughs) champagne. Exactly. A
2: little pot pie at lunch with some salad, Mm -hmm. (laughs) coffee and pie while you're working on a project. And and of course, like whole pies, you know, in a case that you can just stop in because the
1: challenge right now is that even though we have a pretty quick lead time, which is 48 hours, you know, if you need a pie in two days, we can do that for you. Um, we, we still can't meet the demand of like, oh, do you have a pie right now? I'm going to a party. I just got invited. I want to bring something to, you know, my teacher, my coworker, whoever. Um, no, we don't have anything right now. No. But having the shop will have a case. You can stop in, you know, get something on your way somewhere, something you forgot to do or what have you.
2: And we just see that breaking down the barrier for customers who want to be our customers, but maybe just don't have that ability to pre-plan or take the time exactly. to look at the website. Exactly. So.
0: And I love the idea of being able to stop in and get a mini pie, so that, mm. yeah, that too. You're you're not <laughs> feeling guilty because you don't want to waste the other half of the pie after no. you just take your one piece. But you know, I can, I can validate myself my
2: decision making for you know a little pie or a yeah, little six inch pie. We're, exactly. We really consider our pies very nutrient dense. I'll have you know. <laughs> I always say <laughs> that,
0: and I feel like it's very true. <laughs> I laugh when people are like, "Well, do you make that low fat?" Just eat one piece. Yeah. (laughs) Just eat less. Yes, that is the perfect answer. But don't deny yourself that enjoyment. (laughs) Correct. Well, you know, you were talking earlier, you said sometimes just being a part of the creative process. So what is your creative process whenever you're coming up with new ideas and new flavors?
1: Hmm. I mean, I guess to begin with, you know, back in the old days, um, you know, we just sort of had a general idea of like, You know, what are the major players? Sort of, okay, like pecan, like some fruit pies, like strawberry, blueberry, um, you know, apple. uh, And what, you know, we knew sort of from the beginning that we wanted to put our own spin on things and do things a little differently, a little bit more elevated, if you will.
2: And Um, reference our place, South Louisiana. That's the other part of it. And the Caribbean. And yeah, exactly. We really do call our references there.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, from there, it was just a combination of um, flavors that Nicole and I both like, which I think we have. Both, you know, complementary palettes, but also different ideas about flavors to an extent that, like, we sort of meet in the middle on and like give each other ideas for. Um, and then I did go to culinary school. Well, I went to pastry school, um, which was, gosh, twelve years ago now. Um, and so I have, you know, a little bit of uh, of things I learned then that I can draw from as well. Um, Plus on my cook, my huge cookbook collection, Mm -hmm. which we always, you know, flip through and, and we, you know, ever growing uh, pie books as well collection that people are always giving us pie cookbooks. And so,
2: you know, we do get ideas from other
1: bakers, you know,
0: so.
2: And then it's just a process. Exactly. Refinement. Testing and. A lot of testing.
0: So, you know, I always, say, you said earlier, uh, flavors that we like, because I think we as cooks, we like to cook what we like to eat. Exactly. And so sometimes if somebody is like, I want this with beets, as much as I try to love beets. This one, too. My I know. can't I stand love beets. I love them. I I love them. <laughs> oh, love them. I try. I, I, ke- I try them, and I try them. I don't them. like them. So <laughs> to cook something with beets, I feel like I can't put the proper amount of love in it to mm-hmm. make it taste good for somebody else. So are there flavors that you're drawn to that you're like, I know I can make this flavor dynamite. This is a go-to that I can incorporate that makes me happy and the Empire is going to be better. Is there something that are like your comfort levels? I
2: would say, I don't know if this exactly answers your question, but Earl Grey tea we both love. And that is the basis of one of our most popular tarts, the dark chocolate Earl Grey caramel tart. And you love Earl Grey. I love Earl Grey. And it just kind of what could make this caramel stand out.
1: Yeah, that's true. That is a good example. I would say for me, also, I thought of immediately uh, the banana cream pie that we had developed, um, uh, and that was that's something I've loved since I was a little kid. Just like mm. even just a plain banana cream pie, you know, like even just something from like a cafeteria line like that may be embarrassing to say but like i have that nostalgia for like the banana pudding with the with the vanilla wafers in it you know and so i was like how can i make that but just like take it like off the charts you know and so that's sort of i was really excited to develop that pie recipe particularly and i think that might be why it turned out so well is because i just like it's like you're saying i had that real passion for that ingredient and those flavors and i was just like i'm
0: so excited to make this you know it's amazing I can just imagine how fun it is to be on your tasting panel. <laughs>
2: like do you call your friends and go, "Okay, we can make here's
0: pies. Here's a fork." Yeah,
2: so yeah, know we, no, we do. I mean, that's how it started. Coworkers then, get a lot of stuff like to for sure. For that, <laughs> and it's nice to be in the commercial kitchen with other food people. Because that's so true. They're in and out, and they can grab a bite and give to. Two cents. And when we were preparing for Sugar Showdown, um, we had to develop different concepts that we could make quickly and make with few ingredients because we didn't know what they were going to throw at us. And so we worked on our speed and we worked on, you know, it all. Mm-hmm. So it was great to have that feedback when we were developing things that maybe we wouldn't have on our menu because we would want them different, you know, a, but we thought they would work for the show. And so exactly. that really strengthened um, our. What am I trying to say? It strengthened our performance yeah, in the ex- show. Yeah,
1: for sure. But, and yeah, the taco guys are always happy to have a, a sweet treat <laughs> as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. So are there any, like, concepts that you're working on that you're like, okay, this, this pie's in development, but I have an idea. Anything you to
1: throw out there? Um, oh. I mean that savory short rib pie that we made one of that was incredible, yeah. and people were raving. Like I brought right. some of that to work, and everyone was going crazy for it. And we sort yes. of have an idea to add maybe some parsnips and some other vegetables, it, yeah, and root it was very vegetables. Meaty. It, yeah, because it was pretty much just <laughs> just short rib and pearl onion. It was delicious and red wine.
0: Oh,
2: it sounds but like, you know, also you not know, cost effective v- to have, have all that protein day. in there. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: So I'm excited to develop that one uh, further.
2: And we also are in development for a southwestern inspired vegetarian breakfast pie Ooh. so yeah like some,
0: poblano and yeah, yeah so nice. we're still
2: working on that one
0: so anything off the table like no i'm sorry i can't give this it is january you can't have this pie
2: oh yeah we are very committed to seasonality for all the obvious reasons and we've definitely had to say no to customers yeah. we've had last minute People calling us right before Thanksgiving, <laughs> wondering why they couldn't find a blueberry pie in the city and then groaning at me and slamming the phone down when I said, well, it's, it's you know, November and it's just not seasonal. We'd love to make that for you in the middle of June and July. Exactly. Slam the phone. <laughs> just like, I don't know what to do with that. So, yeah, we are um, committed to seasonality. And we... It takes a lot to become a windowsill pie. So, you know, just because you want this pie for a particular event, we have to give it the time, dedication, and love to make it something that we call a windowsill pie. It can't just be, you know, like Mariel said earlier, yeah. make a key lime pie, because for your wedding, you want key lime pie. We'll consider it, and we'll see how that fits into our our vision, but it has to be special to become a windowsill pie.
0: And, yeah. and I love that, because it it makes it special. It keeps it special. Exactly.
2: And it represents y'all.
0: You don't want to make a pie that that anyone could make. Yeah, not
1: right. And like, if you, you want it, yeah, if you want a pie with strawberries and it's like October, I'm sorry, but you're not gonna, you know. You, you're, not, you, you're not going to be getting a windowsill pie. It's like Nicole saying, you know, like it would be not our pie if we made it with this, this fruit that's out of season,
0: yeah. you know. And you don't want them to be unhappy with it. when they exactly. Go, are exactly it's not mm. delicious? Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, it's not in season. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, what else do you want to tell our listeners out there about what's happening with windowsill pies? Anything we missed? Anything exciting coming up? Um, I mean, I would say the, the, uh, the one
1: other item, news item on the horizon would be that we actually got a, uh, cookbook. Uh, we got approached about a cookbook. Um, yes, we're going to be working on a book proposal, someone from New York, a publishing house there. Emailed us over the holidays and said that she made our pumpkin pie and it's going to be her go-to pumpkin pie from now on because it was so incredible. Um, and so yeah, that's that's our next huge step. That will be quite a project for sure. It's
2: like a late Sunday night after the holiday. And yeah, like 9 my email, p.m. email. <laughs> and there was this long, beautiful, well-written email about how great our pumpkin pie was, and then slipped in at the end was, by the way... <laughs> yeah,
1: have you ever thought about writing a cookbook? Because you should. It was amazing. Happy <laughs> <so>. holidays. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, you know, every time we kind of sit back for a moment, another challenge comes up, another th- yeah. thing that will stretch us is presented a good way. to us. Yeah, it's always... I always feel like we're being stretched, whether it's speaking in front of 300 people at the New Orleans Entrepreneur Week, which was a big stretch. Oh, my gosh. You Oof. know, or Sugar Showdown on everything i just feel so much more i feel stronger and more our, like we feel more ourselves and more after it's like each yeah, one after each little growth spurt growth spurt and, yeah and does it
0: feel good like to be like and then my job is that i get to go in the kitchen and make yeah. pies well, sometimes yeah I, I have
2: to be reminded of that because <laughs> there's so much work and there's a lot of repetition and that's so, true You do have to remind yourself of that, that it's quite an honor, and you've created this with one of your best friends, and (laughs) you're lucky. Yes. I love it. I love it. Why don't you tell our listeners
0: where they can find you, how they can get pies, and how they can get in touch with you to order pies, not to ask cooking questions. Oh, please no.
2: <laughs> we, love we will happily
0: accept
1: please, all inquiries. Please, please, please. Um, yeah. So currently, we are um, uh, selling to the Whole Foods in Metairie, so the Veterans Boulevard location carries all of our little two-inch uh, seasonal pies. Um, we deliver every Friday morning, so the weekends are the best time to find those. Um, all four French truck locations in the city carry our uh, seasonal hand pies, as well as two-inch vanilla bean bourbon pecan pies. And we deliver those twice a week, so you can pretty much find those any day at any French truck location. Um,
2: and what am I missing? The website. The website, in of course. com. It has our seasonal menu up, and what you do is you put it in your shopping cart. It's a little bit confusing because it doesn't ask you exactly when you want it, but then you just write a little note saying when you want it, and I will email you back or call you, and we'll get that pie to you as soon as possible.
0: Well, I love it. Thank you so much, ladies. You've been listening to WRBH Radio 88.3 FM, New Orleans by Mouth. Here in the studio, we had Miss Nicole Iden and Marielle Dupre, From windowsill pies, get out there, go get some pies, celebrate pie, and if you're on a New Year's diet, just (laughs) eat a little bit less pie, but don't completely give it up. Indeed. (laughs) Thank you, Amy. Thank you so much. Thank you. This has been your host, Chef Amy Sins, on New New Orleans by Mouth. Until next time, ciao.